Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers lost, but at least they tried. Lakers fans were once again showing their displeasure at the way that the Lakers were playing, uh, especially in that first half. Well, basically only in that first half. Uh, and and the Lakers came out in the second half and looked like a completely different team. However, and unfortunately, the Lakers shortly thereafter forgot what it was that made them look like a completely different team late in the fourth quarter and scored four points in the final seven minutes of the game and wind up losing 109-105 to to the Dallas Mavericks, who might still have been drunk from the night before uh, when they partied for Luka Doncic's birthday. We could look at the numbers. Uh, LeBron got a triple-double. Russ is... All right, so they're saying that he didn't turn the ball over at all, but I... I'm pretty sure I saw at least a couple triple, or a couple turnovers down the stretch of that game. At least one uh, that that definitely happened at the end of that game. So that's kind of weird stat keeping there. But uh, look, if you want to call it a win, you can call it a win, Russ. He didn't, though. However, after the game, saying that he needs to be better and all of that good stuff. I look, <laughs> I appreciate them saying the right things. They've been saying the right things all season. They have not been following up those right things with the right actions, and they continue to suck. My grand takeaway from this one uh, is that it's wild. We, I'm recording this. this. This is March 1st. The game was played on March 1st, and the Lakers still somehow have no idea what it is that they need to do to be successful out there. They keep on trying to operate in the half court, and their half court offense is just so rudimentary. It's just pass the ball a couple times around the perimeter, maybe a cross screen or something like that, some kind of simple movement that eventually leads to a post up. And then there's a cut that goes to the basket that either gets the ball and swings it opposite, finishes at the rim, or doesn't get the ball at all. Hopefully, it collapses the defense, and then the post up player has a look opposite for a, you know, shooter, you know, a, a skip pass and then a rotation pass to a corner shooter or whatever. But if that's the only set that you're running 57 times over the course of a game, eventually the defense is going to figure it out. Uh, and, and like, it was just, it's just, again, like this was never going to be a good half court team. Like my questions before the season were pretty simple. Will the Lakers be able to get out and transition uh, transition often enough to make up for the lack of a half-court offense that they're going, going to have? Because it was always going to be clunky. You have LeBron, and you have Russ, and you have Anthony Davis. Like, that's not—that trio is not a, a, a smooth fit together. So— and we've seen it over the course of the season. Now, there are injuries, and there are other factors or whatever, so I'm not going to— I'm not going to victory lap uh, for knowing exactly how this play- season was going to play out. But still, you know, if I can see this from home and if any number of people can see this from home or from the from from the stands, it's wild that the Lakers themselves don't get it. Maybe running is just too taxing on these guys old bones uh, or whatever. But when the Lakers made their run. They played solid defense, they got out in transition, and they scored in transition, either in primary or in secondary transition options. 
And then in the fourth quarter, they went right back to walking the ball up the court, even on stops, and you'll never guess how that played out. The Lakers now sit two games ahead of the Portland Trailblazers in the loss column for that uh, 10 spot. They sit, uh, the, the, the New Orleans Pelicans are technically currently at the 10 spot. Uh, they are also two games behind the Lakers. Behind the, the Pelicans, you have the San Antonio Spurs at 25 and a half, or 25 and a half losses. Lakers are at 22 losses. Uh, that's three and a half losses there. And I'm just going to call it. I'm going to go out there and, and predict it. I don't think the Lakers make the play in. The remaining schedule is brutal. They are not playing good basketball. They are not a, you're, they're clearly not healthy. And, you know, we'll see what kind of injection of energy and all that that we get from DJ Augustine and from Wenyan Gabriel. That's, that's a factor to consider here. Uh, but as things currently stand, I don't think the Lakers make the play in. Sucks, but that's what they get. That's what this front office gets. That's what this organization gets for completely ripping down a championship-level team from only a couple seasons ago. That's what they get. And normally, a front office that oversees this kind of ripping down and fall from grace would normally see some kind of accountability. (laughs) But here we are. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Uh, later today, we'll, we're going to have a... It's funny, Sabrina and I started out hosting the I Love Basketball Podcast together. Uh, that combination is not going to be there at all uh, in today's episode of the I Love Basketball Podcast. It's going to be Raj and it's going to be uh, Aaron who are going to be handling that. Last night after the game, the Taco Tuesday guys recorded and reacted to last night's game and where the Lakers currently stand. So you're going to want to check that out as well. And then as the week moves on, we have your normal uh, Lakers Lounge and uh, Hook, which are going to be switched, but those are both happening. Until all of that, and whenever else you feel like tuning in to this godforsaken team and me talking about them, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.